Do you have your notes? I don't have any notes. It's all you. Oh, crap. That's right. Hi, I'm Stacy, and I live in Chicago, Illinois. Hi, I'm Devin, and I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're, We're best, best friends. friends. <laughs> we started this weekly podcast to hold each other accountable? Yes, Devin, accountable around health and wellness. Welcome, Welcome to, to Weekly, Weekly Money Time. Time. Hi. Hi, Stacey. Hi, Devin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Hey, you're back. We're back seeing each other again. <laughs> hey, we're in Knoxville. Hey, live from... Oh, my bell. God I, damn it. Oh. It's okay. I don't need a bell. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. This will be a bellless episode, everybody, just so Aww. everybody knows. Um, yeah, so we're recording live from Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. We, I, I thought it was only fair, you know, <laughs> since you came up to Chicago. Yeah. That I thought I would just pop down for a recording. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's not like you're always here all the time or anything. <laughs> According to my parents, I, uh, I'm never here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My parents aren't as bad as James's mom. James's mom is like, you never come in town. We're like, come on now. You guys, We've been in town in, like... You guys are here almost every month. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sometimes twice a month. Yeah. That's, um... Yeah. No, you're, you're here a lot. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank I am you not for, complaining. Thank you for noticing the effort. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> effort has been noticed. Okay, good. <laughs> um... So, what are you drinking, Devin? Oh, yes. Hi. I was like, hello. It's I'm so thrown off because we're in a different space and yeah. Um, I am drinking a White Claw hard seltzer cuz like mm. the hipster I am. <laughs> a black cherry flavor. I think that's my favorite so far. I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. I like it a lot. What are you drinking, Stacy? I am drinking a beer that I bummed off of you. Um, it's called <laughs> the Fanatic Tennessee Red. It's brewed and bottled by Fanatic Brewing Company in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yay! I don't think I've been to their... Do they have like a brewery that you can go and drink? I have not been to their brewery. Oh, okay. But possibly? Okay. <laughs> okay. That is, it's usually available in like all of, on draft in all of the local bars. So oh yeah, okay. That is like the red ale that I default to because it's the one that you usually can get. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, and I am a, I am a fan of red ales. So. I do want to do a little plug here, even though I'm not drinking uh, anything from there right now, but later in the week, we're going to go to Clinch River Brewery, oh, which yes, is my favorite yes. local brewery. It's Love amazing. It. So just, just a little plug. Yep. Are, is that trivia? That's not trivia night though, is it? Well, yeah, I think it is. We're gonna they're doing trivia and if you dress in costume you get a dollar off your oh, beer. Man. Yeah, for every beer if nice. you wear a costume. So nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Thursday. I gotta kids. Like, take do some kids. type of <laughs> yeah. Halloween Family. thing with my kids. Yeah. It's family thing. <laughs> Go I mean, technically what like we're like trying to figure it out because it's supposed to rain. So oh. none of the things that we usually do are things that happen on yeah. Halloween. So I don't know. Anyway. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, okay. Awesome. So yes, now that we have our new format, we are going to be focusing on things and I have, yes. I have a book report. Hey! It's, it's more like an essay report because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But, um, actually, so I'm teaching college English now. And one of the readings that I had my students do was in the book that we have assigned to us for 
the because we don't get any say in what, what, uh. what books that we actually give our students. But so you can pick kind of your agenda, but you have to you have to at least include these books. Right. Okay. Right. And there's lots of articles in here, so there's more than you would ever get to in a semester. Yeah. So you get to like pick from the articles that are here. But my issue is that I've been out of the game for so long, I don't know what any of these articles like I've never read any of these yeah. articles before. So I'm like, well that sounds like that might be cool. And sometimes <laughs> it's it is, and sometimes my students are <laughs> who am I kidding? My students never read it anyway. It doesn't no, matter. That's true. <laughs> so but, I don't even know why I'm yeah. Yeah. There's definitely been times, and this was when I was going to UT, had, um, I had to buy a book and then like never actually use the book. I wonder if it was the same thing that the teacher was required <laughs> to have you buy a book. Oh, yes. And then, no, I used and to, then they were like, no, nah, I ain't using that book. I used to teach at UT and actually I used to be one of those teachers <laughs> because I was just like, there's nothing good in this text at all. Yeah. So I would like pick maybe like two essays and then the rest of it was like yeah. stuff that I would like put up on the learning, yeah. you know, thing and have people read because, yeah. But I'm trying to do better because especially, you know, these students had to buy these. Yeah. There's two books. They had to buy them. They're not cheap. Yeah. You know, so I'm trying to like, yes, I'm actually using the book. So you feel like there's a reason why you purchased this, but none of them did the reading anyway. So <laughs> we shouldn't have even bought the book. Somebody did. One, one student. At least one. How many people are in your class? Uh, now, 19. Maybe, maybe one. (laughs) If they did, they did not say anything. (laughs) Well, they were probably also the shy one, so that makes sense. Maybe. Possibly. I suspect nobody did the reading. Um, They just, they got a lot going on, and I get it. Like, you know, I'm not going to do anything. If you have to prioritize the time that you have, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) well, Miss D is only going to have us, like, break up into groups and talk about this, and and she's not going to test us on it. So if I don't read it, it'll be okay. Yeah. Like, that's legit. That's legit. Anyway, but also, I wish they would do some of the reading sometimes. Uh, But I really liked this essay. So (laughs) the essay that I had them read was, Is Google Making Us Stupid? by Nicholas Carr. Okay. um, Who is a writer of technology and business and pop culture. And this was written in 2008. So it's a little dated, I guess, slightly. It would be really interesting to see that revisited now that it's like 10 years later, especially with like smartphones and everything. Um, but I do, I do feel like it was very, it's still very applicable. So I wanted to like bring up some of the ideas that he talked about and then like talk about those ideas. Yes. I'm interested to see your perspective because social media and, and the internet and like how that affects your brain is something that we talk about on the show a lot. Yes. Um, yes, for sure. But One of the first things that he talks about is uh, he's an academic, and so he spent all of his time, like, all of his life researching, you know, and back in the day, which you probably remember Uh as an an English person before 2000, (laughs) right? you had to go, you had to go, like, into the stacks, and you had to, like, find a periodical, and you had to, like, sometimes you had to use microfilm to find something, like, it was not easy. It took a lot of work, and you had to read a lot of crap to get, like... Yes, you would read an entire, like, chapter, and then you'd get, yeah, you'd get, like, I don't know, four sentences. Right, exactly. crap, I gotta go find a whole nother, I gotta go find, like, ten more books, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. 
Um, and so he was talking about the fact that he used to love to read, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, he used to do all this research. And he loved to research because he's an academic, and that's what academics do. Yeah. Um, we like to research things. You like to research things. That's well, part of your thing. Well, kind of. But I am not... Um, so James is the full-on, going mm-hmm. back to the disc, mm-hmm. James is full-on research. Uh, right. I'm the, yes, I want to know about it, but I'd li- I really like somebody to bullet point it. Oh, okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Um, this guy's definitely one of those who liked it, at research. least in the past. Yeah. So, But he said it's really interesting because as Google became a thing and as it became easier to like search for stuff mm-hmm. online without having to like, you know, really dig into things that he noticed his his way of reading and his way of researching changed. Oh. And so he had a really hard time, like, truly reading into, like, a really long article. Like, if it was... Yeah. If it took more than 20 minutes... Yeah. He was done. That's my problem. I can't, I can't stay focused on something for that long. Okay. Yeah. So he says, like... So that was his... He was like, I used to love this, and now I have a really hard time. And then he said that all of his, his academic friends, like, mm-hmm. all of his peers... Um, like had the same problem. Mm. So they were all doing the same thing where they weren't like being able to focus on anything. Um, now this was back in 2008. So he talks about the fact that this is a lot of what he is presenting here is anecdotal evidence. Yeah. So it's not like he says specifically quote, anecdotes alone don't prove much. And we still await the long-term neurological and psychological experiments that will provide a definitive picture of how internet use affects cognition. Okay. So, in quote, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, you know, have to be really careful about that because I'm an English professor. <laughs> I don't want to plagiarize. Right, right. Um, so he acknowledges the fact that this is kind of like something that has not been fully researched yet. Yeah. Um, but there he does like point to one study where they noticed that people were starting to skim more. Like mm-hmm. they studied the way people were researching and people yeah. were doing more skimming activities than okay. not. Um, I would guess, and I did not look this up beforehand, if I had been a good weekly buddy time researcher, I would have. <laughs> I did not. Um, but I would guess that now, 10 years later, there's probably been some more research done. It would be interesting to look into that yeah. and see um, well, what now, studies say. Even in this, this has been recent, maybe, I don't know if it's been quite a year, but maybe a little less than that. But um, <coughs> where Google will actually, if you... If you search for something, <coughs> it'll um, pull a piece out of an article that it thinks is the most relevant. Right. And summarize it for you at the top of the page. Yes, I know. So you don't <laughs> even have to click into the article. Now, well, sometimes, though, I've noticed, like, it's, you know, just because it's pulling it doesn't mean it's right. Right. So sometimes exactly. you don't get all the context um, of the of the uh, article, the original article. Right. Uh, so that can be a problem. But, yeah, so it's even more of what he's saying about, you know, you don't really have to get into the deep stuff. Uh, now it's even... It's know, even less. more simple than it used to be. Yeah. You don't have to click. You no. just be like, oh, okay, yeah. It summarizes it for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've noticed that, too. That's been, like, the last couple of years, I feel. Mm. Or maybe the last year. I've only noticed it, yeah, maybe the last year, but... And then they do the official box. Like, right. It's actually, like, up there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there. And there'll be more about that, about oh. Google, Google specifically. Okay. So, yes, uh, we will get there. Okay. But um, he talks about the idea that, you know, it's not like humans, whenever they were created, <laughs> whenever they evolved, uh-huh. were like 
had this reading was not like a natural instinctual part of their being. No. Yeah. You know, language was communication right. was, but reading and like writing down symbols was something that, you know, they created. It's yeah. like a, it's, it's a manufactured thing. And so because of that, our technology for actually writing is something that ends up kind of changing our brains. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I thought was really interesting. And so he tells a story about how uh, Nietzsche, I guess his eyesight was failing, and he used to write everything longhand. Oh. And it was like, you know, right at the time when the typewriters started becoming popular. And so he got a typewriter, and he started using the typewriter, learning how to type, begrudgingly, because he didn't (laughs) want to. Um, But, like... That people who study his writing before he got the typewriter and after he got the typewriter, mm-hmm. they like find out that his writing changed. So he became even more like short and terse, and oh. like his prose got even tighter. Yeah. Whenever he was typing, because the technology ended up changing it. Yeah. You know, and I know, like, I think that I do the same thing when I'm yeah. typing. I tend to be a little bit more like. If I'm writing longhand, I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because, yeah, if you, because when you're typing, you have to kind of think, even though, I mean, I can type without thinking, like, where is this letter? Yeah, yeah. But it's more like, because you're having to pay attention, like, did you spell it right? Or did you do whatever, whatever. But when you're writing, like, I feel like it's much more intuitive or much more free form. Like, yeah. Your brain just kind of goes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and, and we can get in. That doesn't. This is not part part of the article, but like for me, writing is more of almost like an emotional or yeah. like you know uh, spiritual in some ways, like yeah. activity because yeah. you're you know I don't know. There's just something. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it either, but <laughs> it's like it's this intangible thing that's just amazing about writing yeah longhand but it does change you know like if i'm going to write something for an audience i would rather do it on the computer yeah well and also something i like about writing freely which is where i can't make the transition from planner paper planner to electronic planner is i like the freedom of being able to write wherever whenever and like not necessarily in a straight line you know like i could do a diagonal or whatever and like when you're writing for like therapeutic purposes yeah sometimes you get mad and you want to make that big bold letter right exactly you're just like you know maybe you want to be real neat with it because you want to be make sure it's clear and concise and you want to underline it and you don't want to have to think about what's the shortcut to underline again (laughs) you know (laughs) Yeah, you know exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I like to use different colors sometimes. Yes, yes. See, you can't I like to doodle. draw little things. Right? Yeah, really you can't excited. doodle. Right. Exactly. I've, I've been working a little more with uh, OneNote, which allows you a little bit of freedom. Uh, it's not in a grid system. It's like you know you can click anywhere on the page, mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's been helping a little for work, but yeah, I still like to just write. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I just think it's really interesting. And, you know, and Nietzsche was like, oh, hey, that's, uh, you know, this this makes sense. And you know, people were calling him out. In fact, this writing has changed. And he's like, hey, our writing equipment, oh, sorry, quote, our writing equipment takes part in the forming of our thoughts, end quote, which I thought was also, like, very true. So, mm-hmm. um, but... The, the fact is that our brains, brain, human brain is very malleable. And like we find out that the, like the neurons and everything is much more changeable and able to adapt and more plastic than people ever thought. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. And like as 
more and more research happens, you know, it's like, oh, hey, your brain doesn't stop when you're, you know, 18 or 25 or whatever. Like you're continuing to create neural pathways and you're like adjusting your brain. So because of that, as things happen in our world that are like, major things like the internet or smartphones or whatever, like it's going to change the way that your brain is wired. Mm -hmm. And I find that really fascinating. And, um, one of the things that he brought up was this idea that like, even the clock, like, you know, before we had watches or clocks or like people could carry, you know, timepieces around or could look yeah. to see this is the time of day that it is, mm -hmm. you know, everybody had to like rely on, Oh, Hey, the sun is up. <laughs> the sun is down. You know, <laughs> like, sun is over here. It's time to go to sleep. It's time yeah. to wake up because I'm in, I'm in sync with like the natural world. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I feel hungry. So now I will eat yeah. as opposed to, Oh, it's five o'clock. I guess it's time to eat, yeah. you know? So I thought that was really interesting too. It is. Could you imagine work like I mean, if you just had to kind of go to work based on the sun, I mean, people <laughs> would kind of just kind of stroll in. They couldn't be like, you're late. The sun's been up for, you know, like, yeah. you know, well, I don't yeah, know. I woke funny. up when the sun woke me up, Yeah, you know, yeah. and here I am. Dude, dude, I would get so much sleep if I didn't have time. <laughs> if there was no such thing as right. like, like cal calculated time, yeah. I would sleep so much. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> That's obviously that's the what, key. That's the problem. We just remove all the clocks. <laughs> kill all the clocks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so his point is that things like the internet, things like uh, the typewriters, clocks are are changing the way that our brains work. Yeah. Um, and another thing that he talks about a little bit later in the article is this idea that people are very resistant whenever there's a big change. Yeah. So a lot of the negativity that you hear about like the internet and the way that it changes you, et cetera, um, like, you know, think back to Greek times mm -hmm. and whenever you had like the Greek philosophers like Socrates and Plato yeah. and all of them, they memorized everything. Everything oh. was memory. Yeah. And so like around that time was when the they started with an alphabet and started writing stuff down mm -hmm. and it was like very controversial apparently yeah because they were like this is gonna ruin everybody no one's gonna be able to really think deeply about stuff and no one's gonna remember anything yeah. anymore you know they're gonna take our, those books are gonna take our jobs right exactly <laughs> exactly and uh and there was like a similar resistance when the printing you know the gutenberg uh printing press right mm -hmm. like because now it's not like knowledge could be everyone's gonna get this knowledge everyone's gonna learn how to read but they don't know what to do with it yeah you know yeah yeah <laughs> these people who have who've scholarly learned in these you know monasteries or whatever mm -hmm. to like transcribe things like these are the people who should have that knowledge not everybody right you yeah, know no. and so there was so much controversy about that <sighs> so i think that it's interesting that on the one hand, a lot of times we are resistant to the fact that the technology is changing our brain. Yeah. Right. Which obviously it is. In the moment, you think it's bad. Right. Right. Yeah. But is it though? Like, right. That's the question that we don't know. I mean, yeah. and even, can you even say is something good or bad when it's talking about that? Because the technology is here, things are changing. So, you know, maybe the best thing to do is to like, oh, I've got to figure out how this works in a way that's healthy for me in my yeah. life. Yeah. But... Anyway. So, yeah, if I can tell a little story about... Yes. So, um, 
so in a way that I think it's changed me is I, I just have no short, uh, really, well, really no retention. I say short-term memory, but I think really just retention in general because my brain is trained that if someone asks me something, uh, if I don't know, I'll just be like, hold on, let me, let me Google it. And right. I can tell them the real answer, like confirmed answer, not just like, oh, maybe in my head, I think it's this, <laughs> you know, but I can confirm it. I can tell you factual right, right. stuff, right? But, and at first, I didn't think that was a problem. Like, when I first got out of school and, and stuff like that, and when I first started getting a job, I was like, I don't see a problem with this. Because right. at any time, I have my phone with me, I have a computer with me, I have something with me that I can do this, right? Mm-hmm. So now, I'm getting, and maybe this is because we've moved away from all of our friends, or maybe this is because of my change in roles, I don't know, but, like, I'm really awkward in conversations now. <laughs> oh, so, no. I feel like I can't... It's like, hold on. Yeah, let me let, let, let me, me look at my, let me Google what the next statement in this conversation should be. Exactly, <laughs> like I feel like now social cues. I mean, I'm okay on social cues and all that, but my problem is, I mean, when you think about it, a con- like when you're just trying to talk to somebody, not work related, but just having a conversation with somebody, there's usually topics of some kind. Right. And if your right. brain doesn't retain any information, you don't have any topics to talk about. <laughs> so what? I mean, I just find myself being like. Hi. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, that's been really rough lately. And it's like, dang, I, okay. So maybe I see why people have to learn. Like, I've, you know, just like, like geography and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from where? Maine? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Southern United States. <laughs> like these topics that I'm like, I don't understand the point of learning these things because I always have the resource is now it's like when someone talks about, oh, yes, I, last year I vacationed in blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, where's that? You know, like, I <laughs> yeah. feel really dumb. So it's been a problem. But uh, I think that's and I think that's related to this. Is yeah. My no, brain is like, I don't need to remember anything. Yeah. You know, I can <laughs> save all my bandwidth for figuring out problems because I'm a good problem solver and like root causer and so my brain all processes are going to solving problems not remembering any kind of information right yeah exactly but it's a problem in social situations (laughs) well just tell them to give you a problem to solve and you'll be fine that's right that's right (laughs) please give me a math equation and I'll get back to you by the end of dinner I'll have the answer for you exactly exactly tell me what your issues are and I'll come up with solutions for (laughs) you yeah that's all I can do (laughs) I can't talk about where the because uh, we were playing a game with um, Matt and Annie, and they were they were talking about the Kremlin, which is apparently over in Moscow Russia, or Russia, Russia yeah. somewhere. I don't know, but they were trying. We were a playing, Russian thing. Yeah, <laughs> we were trying to play code names, and that was the hint mm. was like cold or something, or Kremlin was the hint, and I was like, "Are you? Do you mean Gremlin? Because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a Kremlin is. So yeah." Felt real dumb. <laughs> real, real dumb. You're not dumb. <laughs> but I, no, I have the same issue. Like, mm-hmm. I really struggle with retention now. And yeah. I feel like the older I get, and I don't know how much of that is just age. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they always say that your brain oh. does, or I don't know. But yeah. they, that's the, you know, the whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that or if it's just... I just go to Google for everything. Yeah. It's really funny because um, whenever Thomas and I watch TV, like there's always, 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 no matter what we watch, there's an actor and I'm like, I know him. Yes. Where do I know him from? So where do you, you know, go? IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You don't got to remember that stuff anymore. No. Yeah. And so Thomas is like, one of our favorite games is Thomas being like, don't, don't look it up. 
Look it up. <laughs> you have to pull it. Right. You have to and he's pull like, it. just think about it. And I'm like, but, but, but. And he's like, no, you can't just, just live and wonder about it. Like, just have the mystery. <laughs> just a light in the mystery for a few minutes. And yeah. like, I can't. No, no. <laughs> I have to look it up right yeah. away. <laughs> live in the mystery of the moment. Right. I just, I, no, no mystery for me. <laughs> no mystery yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, so that's really the crux of what he's talking about. Now, what I will say is the other thing that he talks about is how Google may or may not, I don't know, because of the way Google is, they're almost like becoming a, they're almost like, they're trying to make thinking efficient. They're trying to make you super efficient with your brain, right? Um, and that's kind of their point. And so he references a man named Frederick Winslow Taylor, which I had never heard of before, just for the record. Um, but apparently he was part of, uh, like he almost single-handedly created efficiency in the workplace Mm -hmm. because he like took a stopwatch and went into a, a steel plant, I believe. And then was like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, time everybody. And then I'm going to figure out you know, how I could best make everybody work at maximum efficiency in here. Okay. So you're going to do this job and you're going to do this job and and it's going to be beautiful, you know? So that was like his whole thing. And, uh, so, um, Carr's point in this article is that Google is kind of doing the same thing with research and with thinking. Okay. Because Google has all of these algorithms that like on the back end almost simulate the, the brain and how it thinks, right? Yeah, yeah. And it also, you know, there's research into into you as a person, into the types of things that you read or, you know, are interested in. Mm-hmm. And like all of those algorithms play together to give you the search results that they think are most applicable to what you are looking for. Okay. But because of that, you don't have to think about it. I mean, to your right. point, like now, oh hey, here is a article from you know, something that we've seen you personally use as a source article a yeah. lot. Um, and here's the definition that you can use. Yeah. It's like, ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> it's like before, whenever you would get on the web, you would have to like look at a site and be like, is this right? Are these, you know, yeah. is this, is this a legitimate source? Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, if you're still doing good research, that's what you should still do. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that Google just throws it all up there and gives you like the, the number one searches are going to be ones that they think that you need. Yeah. You know, it's like, it really does. I don't know. His point is it does kind of make you stupid. Yeah. (laughs) But you don't have to put literally any thought into it. Exactly. Even, even solving the problem, even if you don't have to research about how to, what the, even if you don't have to research what the answer is, you have to put zero thought into how to get to the answer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and so that's kind of his, idea and i guess also apparently there was like some type of thing where one of the founders of google said something like it would be so great if like you know we could create ai to the point where people would just have it implanted in their brains um so so he was going like he he opens and and closes his essay referencing 2001 a space odyssey (laughs) (laughs) so i think that he has some pretty strong opinions about like if this is a good thing or not yeah um But I did find it interesting about the idea that, you know, and do you want a corporation, you know, with that kind of power Mm -hmm. 
to be able to, and I guess that's what it comes down to. It's like, cause Google is at the end of the day, a company, right? You know, it's, it's not like, I mean, it is a technology a too, but yes, exactly. I mean, I guess you can make the same argument for like Gutenberg and the, whoever invented the typewriter. Cause I don't know. Um, but, but still, especially because Google has such a monopoly on it, you know, like, like yeah. I know that there's other search engines out there like DuckDuckGo and, and whatever, but Nobody ever uses no. those search engines. No. I think the, the closest one that, that people use is Bing, and that's just because... Because it's the default on right. your computer. <laughs> exactly. So if you don't know how to change it, you end up using it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's it. That's the only reason. Yeah. And the only people who are using that are people who don't know how to install a different browser. Right. So, I don't know. Anyway, that's pretty much the the summary of the article. Yeah. But I did find it really interesting, especially, you know, thinking about what we had said about social media and like how, especially you and like yeah. how it had, how your brain had felt different and like yes. much more relieved when you weren't being bombarded with all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think the difference here is at least, um, like I'm not. Uh, well, okay. First, I did complain that Google has made me <laughs> dumb in social situations, but <laughs> at least in this case, I can see how even if I'm resistant to change, like he su- suggested, um, the um, Google is at least trying to just make you more efficient at finding your information. Right. Where social media is just like, because I'm not getting anything beneficial out of what <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's just so that's even worse. Like that's yeah, that's the same thing, but like just even worse because it doesn't even have an upside. Like at least Google has an upside. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. At least it's trying to just like, hey, there's information in the world. You need your you need information. Yeah. yeah. I have information. Here yeah. you go. Yeah. My problem is, and may, well, maybe, and hopefully, maybe I didn't think about this till just now, but maybe Google summarizing is better for me because my problem is like when I go to research something, you get all these different articles and they're always conflicting. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of times they're not good. And like maybe they may not be a trustworthy source, but right. you know, so how do you, you can't verify it. So then you just end up going to the same sites. But, um, yeah. So then I just get overwhelmed because then it's too much data coming at me. Right. And I, and I don't know what's right. Yeah. So it's like, how do you find the truth? Yeah, we should <laughs> just use Google scholar from now. Yeah. That's what I did there for a while. I need to go back to that. Uh, But those are a lot harder to weed through. That's true. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. And that's what is so like, we, I I was taking my students through like, Hey, how do you evaluate sources on Friday? And that was the thing that's so frustrating because the things that, well, (laughs) (laughs) no, thankfully they actually kind of had an idea of what I was talking about. So that was, that was good. But, you know, we were looking at websites and I was like, so, you know, what do you think? And they were really good about after it was after I'd already explained it to them. So, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, this is not a good site. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the ones that have the, the easiest to access information are the ones that are like usually not the best yeah. to listen to. Someone that they've paid to create content. Right. They're just like, yeah, whatever you say. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then if you really want to get into like the meat of it and go to look at a study or whatever, like you've got to go into this thing that has like an abstract and this is yes. how we did the study and da, 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 da. And like, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And this is good information, but it's so hard for, it's not act accessible at all for no. probably 80% of the people right. out there. Because a lot of times you have to end up looking up industry terms. Exactly. In whatever you're researching. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there, but... I don't either. <laughs> 
But if you're truly doing hardcore research, you need to like get into some of the databases. Yeah. Like that's just the way it is. It's just, just go back to the library. Yeah. <laughs> just go get the Encyclopedia Britannica. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding about that. Uh, Anyhow. So yeah. So the internet's changing our brain. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> um... But I'm interested to know how you're doing on your uh, working out because that has been your focus for the month, right? Yes. And I've actually done really good. I think the couple weeks ago, I worked out once or twice because when you were in town, Mm -hmm. we walked and did a couple things. Um, And then last week, I actually worked out twice. And let me just tell you, I was so sore because I ran three miles. Well, actually, it was 2.88, but close enough. That was just where my path ended, you know, like right. I, just, I tried to run three, but, um, so I ran and I was actually sore the next day oh, and I had been man. sore from running in forever. So I was sore the next day. And then, so I waited a couple of days and then I did like a hit workout and I was doing like all a this hit workout, high intensity interval. Oh, training. okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, H I I T. I was like hit workout. Like yeah. where you hit somebody? <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. Got you. High intensity. Like where are you? It's basically like I was doing like jump squats and uh mountain climbers and push-ups and like and you do them rapidly so that your heart rate stays up okay all right uh, so it's kind of a cardio workout but you're doing workout things you know? okay okay so okay. uh so i did that and then i was so sore from that and i just got unsore like yesterday i was still a little sore and then i ran today so i'm sure that i will be uh sore again tomorrow but right. uh, i have three runs planned this week while we're oh in town oh my god i know that's insanity <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i was talking to matt and i was like okay when are we going to plan our run as in singular right <laughs> right he, he was like yeah sunday wednesday saturday and i'm like what <laughs> what excuse me but i was like i didn't have any conflicts so i was like well fudge i can't argue <laughs> and i did want to um I had just said to myself before calling him, I was like, okay, I need, I've, I've got my momentum going. I'm starting to work out again. I don't want to lose the momentum just because we're out of town. Right. And so I um, was trying to think, like, how can I work out at least three times? Mm-hmm. And we have a gym at the office that's here that I'm going to be working out of. And so I thought, okay, well, after work one day, I can run, I can go to the gym and work out. But then he planned the three workouts for me. So I was like, no, oh, well. all right, yeah, <laughs> that does it. Yep. That does it. The funny thing is, I went to, um, so my old running shoes I've had forever. You're only supposed to run on them for like four to 500 miles and right. then you're supposed to get new ones. And I hadn't done that. And so the last time I ran at home, my heel was killing me afterwards. And oh, I was no. like, I was like, what's wrong with my foot? Right. Um, and I took my shoes off, walked out of the room, walked back in and my shoes were literally leaning sideways because oh, they were no. so worn yeah, so yeah. I was like, holy crap. So I didn't want to run him today. So this morning I went by Walmart and got a pair of $20 shoes. Oh my God. To run in. Man, we have come a, we have, we have degraded. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember when we used to go to like, what was it? Fitness, what was the, what was the place? Fleet Runners, Feet. Fleet Feet. That's right. There's yeah. also Runner's Market. Runner's uh, Market. I yeah, think but, Runner's Market's where I got my shoes. But we like go and get our feet looked at. Yeah. Like and recommendations. We spent a hundred plus dollars on yes. shoes. You know, like it was like, those were the kind of shoes. And don't get me wrong. I'm not going to keep running in these $20 shoes. <laughs> it's but probably need, not good. But it is something for this week. Yes, exactly. So, um, I just think that was funny though. Cause yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, so how have you been doing on your sleep? Well, uh oh. <laughs> I mean, so, 
You got there one time. Yeah, I did. I don't know where I'm at with my debt. Let me look it up. Okay. Um, this week I only got six hours plus two days of the whole week. Oh my so gosh. I did better last week, but it's, you know, Kai, finally, so she kept waking up, which was part of the problem. Um, and she, uh, we, I, I finally decided, there was one night she was complaining about the how dark it was. She's like, I need to turn on the light. And I don't know if she was trying to stay up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I was like, I'll put a um, nightlight night light in your room. And that, that, knock on wood, it does seem to have helped. Interesting. Um, so maybe she was just getting scared. And then, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, and then Thomas woke up with her last night and she went right back to sleep. So here's hoping. But right now I'm at 22.8% ah, <laughs> So... But I can look, look at back. that little chart. I can look back on that one moment. Yeah, that one that moment one in time. Moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll keep we'll keep working. <laughs> at least you know it's possible now. It's true. It's true. And like I've, you know, it'll. I've only got like another month or so of teaching, and once that's over, it will be better. And I will say that like, um, like there was one night that I was going to stay up and grade, and I found myself falling asleep while I was grading, and I was yeah. like you know what? Nope. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. I'm just going to tr- put everything away and sleep. And I'm sorry I didn't get everything done, but I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, I mean, I'm grant granted. I'm obviously still not getting the sleep, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm at least making it more of a priority yeah. than I have in the past. Yeah. Good. Um, step one. Yeah. Step one. Yeah. So, okay. So we will see, but oh, good. I, that's still going to be my focus for for now, yeah, for a little bit longer anyway. Okay, yep. We'll see if I can get back up there. Yeah, at least not be twenty two percent. Yeah, that's anymore. terrible. <laughs> anyway, so you're in town for the week. Yes, the whole week. So that'll be fun. Yep. All right. We get celebrations on yes. Halloween celebrations. Right. Right. Yeah. Costumes, so. and I don't know what else. Yeah. It'll be. It'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. My watch is telling me that I can still do it. You can still I can do still it. close my exercise ring today. I just need a brisk 21 minute walk. <laughs> just, a, just a just a 21 minute walk. <laughs> Let's just huff it down your driveway and go for a, a walk. I actually thought about I was like I probably ought to make a workout plan where I just go up and down my driveway. Yeah. Like that would be easy. Like I'm yeah. not easy, but it would be like it, and I could take the Doable. kids, you know. Yeah. Like they could come with me, we could go look at the pond and then come right back up. And like yeah. it wouldn't be like a intense workout, but yeah. it would be something. Yeah. And you know, yeah. anyway. So, but now it's getting cold. So <laughs> to wait till the cold. Spring. Puh. <laughs> Puh. <laughs> this is what you call cold. Look, <laughs> it's supposed to snow in Chicago this week, by the oh, way. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. see, it's a good thing that you're down south. I know I, I'm hot so far. I have been hot the entire time I've been here. I am like, somebody turn the air conditioner on for Pete's sake. <laughs> anyway, okay, yep. Awesome. <laughs> Alrighty, well, yep, yep. This, this does it. Another episode of Weekly Bay Time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like and subscribe. That's right. You can find us on uh, Facebook.com/slash Weekly Buddy Time. So mm-hmm. please do, uh, <laughs> please do like us. <laughs> please do, please do send me. Please do send me. Please do send me. Please do like us. Please do send me likes. Uh, and uh, yeah. So I love you, Stacey. Yeah, I love you too, Devin. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Should we ask before we start turning nah. off? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, you broke it. Uh.
Nothing? A Hoots Media production. Hoot, 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 hoot